Summer Slam Jam. Get Dude. ready, look it into the video scope, and this is the way it is, this is the way it was, and this is the way it's gonna be. When we get the momentum, they can't stop us. Uh-uh. Press play. There's the magic finger. Pressing down. Yeah. Get down. Loving it, loving it. What is up, WrestleLore fans? It's your boy, Devo, and that very, very weird introduction was the uh, grainy and not-so-good-sounding video version of the SummerSlam Jam from... Oh, yeah, get the magic finger. You're gonna push it down, oh, yeah. And, and, and that, that voice that you're hearing, he's the Survivor Series to my SummerSlam, Ethan Sandoval. How's it going there, Ethan? What's up, sugar? <laughs> oh, you know, not much. Just uh, here uh, enjoying uh, Sunday. Uh, Sunday scaries are setting in. Got to go to work tomorrow. All that fun stuff. Uh, you know, back to school what? time. Everything like that. Uh, so today we are just talking about uh, Summer Slams. Like, not a specific one. Just uh, we're going to go through, like, the history of Summer we're Slam talking, cards. We're talking about when you slam someone in the summer. Or you slam yeah. someone named Summer. So there you go. Right? Ooh, Summer Ray. I, Fandango. I, <laughs> what is this? Word association? Uh, what do we do? I had a uh, friend in uh, high school named Summer Snow. I thought that was a funny name to have. Summer Snow. It's a very dumb name. Yeah, it is a very dumb name. Uh, but we're doing this because... Did her parents work for the Postal Service? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Not to my knowledge, but who knows? Like, There might not be anybody working for the Postal Service anytime soon, so uh, if things keep going the way they're going. Uh, but I know. But this isn't Red State Blues. We're not talking about politics. Damn you, Harry Tangerine! <laughs> uh, but instead, no, we're talking about SummerSlam because it is SummerSlam week. Uh, we do have uh, a, another some another WWE pay per view coming up this week. Uh, we will maybe attempt to do a recap of that next weekend uh, when it's over. We'll see. Uh, but we're not going to that next weekend. That is on the twenty fourth or twenty third. Yeah, that night. So well, well, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have. Uh, we're just going to start, and uh, Ethan's going to take the uh, the even numbered years. I'm going to take the odd number years. We're going to just highlight some matches on these things. Uh, you know, talk mm -hmm. about what was going on with them and a little history. So we just, what would we determine about this uh, uh, Summer Slams? It was the sixth pay per view that WWE did. It was the, so it, it was like the, before this, there was only WrestleMania and Survivor Series, right? Okay, yeah. And the way pay per view went, it was WrestleMania one, WrestleMania two, WrestleMania three, Survivor Series, WrestleMania four. SummerSlam, and then did so we, that's where then then obviously a Survivor Series, and then did we get the Royal Rumble after that. Because um, let me look. Because the first Royal, yes. the first Royal Rumble took place at a Survivor Series, didn't it? Or am I mistaken? Well, the the first Royal Rumble took place on a house match. Oh, that's or right. House, yeah, yeah, house yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no. So we we're just going to talk about these uh, Summer Slams here and uh, give us some thoughts on them. If, if we have any memories about them, when we get a little bit uh, further into uh, some maybe some newer mm -hmm. ones that we can remember a little bit. Uh, but Ethan, why don't you lead us off with the 1988 version, the very first uh, one uh, coming to us from the WWE's favorite place to visit, Madison Square Garden, on my birthday. Florida. On my birthday in 
1988. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this SummerSlam was the mega, where the mega powers meet the mega bucks. And it was, so the main event Not the young was, uh, no, no, no. The Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage versus Andre the Giant and Ted DeBias. And this is, um, this is an aging Andre here. Like, yes, yeah, so this is, this is very close. Like WrestleMania three has happened. So, and WrestleMania four has happened. So Andre is about to be on double crutches. Yeah. So things are not going well for him. And uh, there's not much to say about this. This pay-per-view is kind of blur. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like Bad News Brown versus Ken Patera, you know? <laughs> the, only real, the only real notable thing on this one is the Ultimate Warrior beating the Honky Tonk Man and ending Honky Tonk Man's longest Intercontinental Championship reign in 31 seconds. Which he still has, right? That that Honky, yes. yes, Honky Tonk Man still has that that longest reign. Do you remember? Do you remember Santino Morella's Honka Meter? Oh yes, I do remember the Honka Meter. I enjoyed. I dude, I fucking loved the Honka. Yeah, the Honka Meter was quite so much. Was quite something. Uh, now. The the other thing about this is in that Mega Bucks versus Mega Powers match, the ending of it was uh, mm-hmm. predicated on Miss Elizabeth taking her skirt down and showing her panties or pulling her dress up or something, and yeah. that was enough mm-hmm. to distract these two horn dogs of. <laughs> yeah. And oh, funny funny story I heard about Miss Elizabeth and piece of shit uh, Vince Russo. Um, so when when Miss Elizabeth was in WCW and Vince Russo was head writer. Vince Russo was really trying to push Elizabeth to get involved more. Yeah. And she did not like that. She was like, I'm a valet. I do what a valet does. That's it, right? So they had to do a segment where, like, Vince comes out, Vince Russo comes out and, like, grabs Miss Elizabeth and drags her to the back. And she smacked him so hard she dislocated his jaw. Oh, damn. Because she was so upset with him. (laughs) That is, hey, good on her. You know, anybody that gets to slap, yeah. a, a, you know, a Russo or whatever is is a good, yeah. is a good person in my books. Uh, but yeah, no, mm. like, uh, this is part of that big build up though, which was a good long term booking storyline of the Mega Powers eventually colliding. At, oh, the Mega Powers uh, explode! Yeah, at or at WrestleMania five, the following. <laughs> but yeah, but just think about that. Th- these are the days when like. And that may be one of the best long-term booked WWE storylines ever. Um, yeah, it's one of the very few. Yeah, and because it, you know, we're talking if about... If they do long-term booking, it's because it fell into their goddamn lap. Yeah, we're talking about, you know, summer of 88, and then it doesn't culminate until uh, WrestleMania five, which is in March or April the next year. So a good, like, six, seven months of booking there. So uh, it's, it's yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty good on there. But, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, I think a, a quote I saw on this page talking about it's like, other than the warrior and Miss Elizabeth panties, this is yeah. a totally forgettable show. Like, uh, there's yeah, no- you get like a, it gets like a, somebody put like a 4.5 out of 10, which I am inclined yeah. to agree because it's a bunch of nobodies. And I mean, fucking Jake the Snake Roberts fights, uh, fights Hercules in the fucking second to last match. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not really a quality show here. Now, our next one, yeah. SummerSlam 89, coming to us from uh, East Rutherford, New Jersey at the Meadowlands Arena. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, And this is the one, oh boy, uh, this is the one that mm-hmm. has the tie-in 
to our favorite movie of all time, uh, mm-hmm. No Holds Barred. Uh, this is the yeah. one where the main... Rip it. Yeah, and these main events that are going... Like, tag team main events that have no mm. stakes yeah. in your... Like, and, and this is a time when, like, some... Like, I mean, that's what WWE was fucking built on. I know, and it's just it's just so weird to think about it, to, that, that that's what, like, you know, we had... Because uh, what, it was the Mr. T and, and Hulk matches versus whoever, mm. and Piper, and... Uh, yeah. You know, like, so we yeah, had... Versus... Yeah, this is nothing new, but now it seems very, very weird uh, to, to me mm. uh, to do these. But, like, uh, I'm looking at this card for this one, and, boy, mm. maybe slightly better. This is... Uh, it's got the... It's got the really good feud between Rick Rude and the Ultimate Warrior that they had. That's a very good feud. That is a very like good feud. feud. Uh, and it's got the Brain Busters on it, so I'm in on that. Oh, yeah, the Brain Busters. And that's Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard when they were having their uh, cup of coffee in the uh, WWF there uh, in between mm-hmm. probably Jim Crockett promotions and WCW and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that, that had to be a, a good match. Uh, 16 mm-hmm. minutes for the mm-hmm. Brain Busters versus Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart. So that was oh, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a good banger of a match there. Uh, mm-hmm. I do like uh, that we get the red rooster on this one. The uh... <laughs> oh, we get we get uh, one of the one of the entrants on the reverse streak because Jimmy Snuka has never won on a WWE pay per view. Yeah, and he loses to Ted DiBiase via countout. Nice, nice, and that's boy talk about a a, a match to really warm up for the uh, or cool down for the main event there. DiBiase mm-hmm. versus Snuka. I'm gonna guess there was maybe. One, uh, you know, snooka high flying move, and then the rest of it was DiBiase putting him in sleeper holds. Like that's yep. probably the extent of it there. Uh, yeah, and again, Hercules making getting that that getting on that card facing. Greg oh, Hercules! Him. Hercules has one of the longest stretches of being on pay per views in a row. Hercules was on twenty pay per views in a row. That is insane to me. Like, yeah, he, just... he was on 20 pay-per-views in a fucking row. And it's so funny because OSW kind of talked about it briefly. Yeah. They, you know, old oh, oh, school wrestling, they just go through old pay-per-views, or at least that's what they used to do. And now they do, you know, other stuff. But <laughs> they would go through old pay-per-views. And it's so funny because there's like a point where Hercules ages like 20 years <laughs> in a three-month span. <laughs> like, it's so drastic. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm reading up on it here, and the you know this is you know the Royal Rumble that year. Like the, again, this is long term booking. Rick Rude and Ultimate Warrior had been feuding since prior mm-hmm. to the Royal Rumble, uh, where they mm-hmm. had the pose down, the infamous pose down, right? Where yeah. it was, like that was it, you know, nothing there. But yeah, that main event. Uh, I, I watched a thing on this the other day, and this main event made. Uh, I can't remember which one of those sites did it, but it was the the worst, one of the worst matches in SummerSlam history, oh, which is it's real bad. Yeah, like Beefcake and Hogan both not great in the ring themselves. Yeah, Savage good, but uh, Zeus, he's an actor. <laughs> like yeah, and you know it was one of those things where. This will happen later on in like WCW when the whole Rodman and uh, um, mm-hmm. what's his name Carl Malone, where they like give a yeah. little bit too much time to the non wrestlers, you know, yeah. and you're trying to cover uh, for these guys. So yeah, again, I'm looking at this and I don't, I don't really see a whole lot on here. 
Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, this is a post. This is Akeem. I, it's very weird that the Dude, D- Dusty Rhodes yeah, I'm looking at, and Akeem. I'm looking at 90. Same, it's yeah. all your favorite wrestlers on 90. Uh, but Dusty Rhodes and Akeem on the same card, I love. because Oh, that's uh, very funny. Yeah, that is very funny. Uh, but yeah, what do we got in 1990 for us, Ethan? Where does the W... 1990. So 1990, the main is Ultimate Warrior versus Rick Rude in the Steel Cage match for the WWF title. Oh, okay. Okay. Which is a great, great match. Love that match. So, I mean, um, this is this is like a... I'm sure there's some, uh, maybe some off time, but this is now going on a, a, over a year of... Like, over a year and a half mm-hmm. of feuding. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know oh, yeah. that there's been a, over a year and a half of feuding on WWE TV in decades. Uh, sure, Orton and Cena. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I guess that they have. And Edge and Cena as well had that long, long feud. Uh, um, but this show has got like all your favorite people. It's okay. got Shane Douglas. It's got Mr. Perfect. It's got Slick. Yeah. Who's Slick, uh, man? You know, Jake, the Warlord. It's yeah. got Jake Roberts. Uh,. And we got Dusty Rhodes on here. We got one of my favorites, the Big Boss Man. This is the infamous. This is the infamous. Infamous the camera, uh, right? No, no, I'm thinking of. No, I'm thinking about this is the one. uh, I believe. Let me let me look at the card. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think this is the one where uh, the million dollar man buys (laughs) Sapphire. He oh. he buys Sapphire, for, like yeah. but he basically buys her off, and it's like, yeah, yeah that's got some connotations of. Uh... You know what's funny <laughs> is when 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 she found out, so so Sapphire was like a huge Dusty Mark, yeah, like and that's why she got signed because she was genuinely a huge Dusty Mark, and when she found out she wasn't gonna be working with Dusty anymore, she cried. Oh, but yeah, like because she was supposed to have a match with Sherry. And like, mm-hmm. uh, Sherry, yeah, Sherry says something in one of their pr- her promos that is also kind of like problematic. I don't think she meant it to be, but it just kind of when you know what's going on. And Sherry had like this weird, full on face paint going on in, in these in this these matches. Um, but yeah, no, like this one here, like you said, you know, it's the uh, I, I like that the match before the main event is Hulk Hogan with the big boss man just out there in the ring taking on earthquake with Dino Bravo and Jimmy Hart. Just like, boy, what a, what a match. Hey, I just did a quick death count. You want to guess? Oh no, I don't. Uh, over half. 16. Oh boy. 16 dead people. And actually it may be 17. Cause I'm not sure about buddy Rose. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Buddy Rose. Oh, and if Slick's dead, yep. that's uh, no, that's, that's another one. That's linked to a wrong Buddy Rose. So uh, uh, this one's because what do we got? Her- Hercules is dead. Uh, Texas oh. Tornado, Mister Perfect, oh, yeah. Sherry, Sapphire, uh, Jim Nightheart, Crush, uh, uh, Mister Fuji, Randy Savage, uh, Dusty Rhodes, Big Boss Man, Earthquake, Dino Bravo, Ultimate Warrior. The Rick Rude, Bobby Heenan. <laughs> like, it's just dead, 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 dead. Oh, boy. Oh, Nikolai Volkov. Oh, boy. We've got... Uh, now, uh, I have looked forward to 1991 now. In 1991, oh, let me let me check how we're doing here. We're doing uh we're doing all right. We're uh but in 1991... Oh, no. This, this is... is this Iraqi is, sympathizer. Yes, this is... But this is post... 
like it was that year's wrestle that year's WrestleMania, right? Where they had the the Slaughter one, maybe. Um, let's see. Yeah, wrestle. Okay, yeah, Slaughter had the belt at WrestleMania seven prior to right. this, and Hogan won it from him at WrestleMania seven. Uh, but yeah, that ang- hey, our boys are on this. Oh, which, who are our boys? The Natural Disasters. Oh, yes. The Natural Disasters, Earthquake and Typhoon. Uh, Bret Hart uh, versus Mr. Perfect in an 18-minute match uh, ended with... Oh, yeah. I remember that one. With, That's a great match. With the, yeah. I mean, those two are going to do the best, right, that they can do out there. Uh, there you go. Oh Her- Hercules again uh, versus the British Bulldog, the Ricky the Dragon. I'm assuming that's Ricky the Dragon Steamboat because it just says the Dragon. Uh, and the Texas- Yeah, they called him just the Dragon for a while. And pa- Versus Power and Glory with the Warlord with my boy Slick. Uh, mm-hmm. Who is the coach? I did not do not remember Mr. Perfect having... The coach? He was, he was, he was Mr. Perfect's manager. Do you uh, not remember the coach? I, don't, I remember Heenan with Perfect. That's all I remember. So. Oh, yeah. It was mm. a coach. Mm. Yeah. Oh, coach. classic. Boy, this is some like cheesy wheelhouse stuff here, but this is like Big Boss Man versus the Mountie. You know? Yeah. Like the evil... The evil Canadian Mountie. Like, yes. Uh, a street fight for the WWE yeah. Tag Team Championships, the Legion of Doom. Oh, this is... This is Virgil defeating Ted DiBiase for the Million Dollar Champ. Oh, there you go. The one Virgil highlight. And, mm-hmm. boy, I don't really... I don't get the booking. I know that maybe these are just, like... They're going hardcore into cooldown matches, but, like... IRS taking on Greg Valentine before you lead into your main event, which again, your main event here is, you know, we're building toward probably eventually Hogan versus warrior coming up at, at, I believe the next pay-per-view, right? Or next WrestleMania. But yeah, you got Hogan and the ultimate warrior versus a a team of three with uh, Colonel Mustafa, general Adnan and Sergeant slaughter. This Mm. had to be the end of that. Like, Sergeant Slaughter heel run. Like, just yeah. like, all right, we're done with that. And if you guys don't you know... You know what? It, it is fitting that Sergeant Slaughter uh, plays a traitor. Uh, I will say that. Yeah, true, true. Uh, now, this next one is going to be... Uh, you, you go ahead and... For t- those that don't know, uh, Sergeant Slaughter has lied about his military service for a very long time. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, this next one features someone who recently passed... Uh, uh, I can tell that from the the cover art of this one, but uh, or the, the the box art of this. Oh no, I just saw a meme. Yeah, make a mistake. Okay, this one's got a lot of dead people too. Um, uh, so yeah, nineteen ninety two, the SummerSlam. You thought you'd never see, and you get um, you get a oh god, you got the Undertaker versus Kamala. R.I.P. Kamala. Uh. In uh, uh, in a singles match, Undertaker wins by DQ. Oh, you got Tatanka versus the Berserker. And uh, oh, this is the one with Bret Hart be- losing to the British Bulldog in uh, in uh, where is this Wembley? Wembley, yeah. Yes, this is the. Uh, I remember this one because <laughs> the this- attendance the attendance is eighty thousand three fifty five, and then it says, in parentheses disputed. disputed. Yeah, like yeah, I. I very much believe that that's probably incorrect. Uh, but yeah, this is a, you know, this is a, a memorable one. Cause I remember that I believe that this was tape delayed when it came out. Right. You know, like mm. they still showed yeah. the pay-per-view here in the States. Now you could get away with that stuff in. Oh my God. I forgot. This has nails versus Virgil. Oh, 
That match was bad. <laughs> well, it was a Virgil match, so. Well, no, it was a nails match. There's 11 choke spots. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, well, good old nails. Uh, he won't be in the company's good graces much longer after this. Uh, with the, mm-hmm. with the whole steroid scandal that's going to happen. Uh, well, with the whole claiming Vince McMahon sexually assaulted him. Not true. That too. Uh, yeah, let's see. We got uh, Rick Martell versus Shawn Michaels on here. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, boy. The classic Crush versus Repo Man match. Ooh. How? Okay. Is this? No. Okay. Ultimate Warrior versus Randy Savage. 28 uh-huh. minutes. Yep. And it ends by a countout. Yep. Come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, so not quite time to put that belt on Warrior just yet. Uh, nope. Then Undertaker versus uh, Kamala. Uh, this uh, starts uh, Harvey Whippleman's uh, year-long feud with The Undertaker, apparently. So I don't... Yeah, yeah there you go. And... Uh, now, well, Harvey Whippleman, this is like this is what leads to Giant Gonzalez. Oh yes, yes. At the following, uh, the the next year at the at WrestleMania, Mania, yeah, yes. at uh, Mania Nine. Now, um, oh boy, Mania Nine, gotta love Mania Nine. Uh, <laughs> now there is a very weird because this was tape delayed. There is a dark match between uh, that that you know that took place between Tatanka and the Berserker, uh, and we get our. Uh, Main event for the Intercontinental title, uh, the British Bulldog, um, winning, I guess, at home, which is kind of odd for paper. Usually it doesn't happen, you know? Yeah. But uh, he takes uh, he takes Bret Hart out, 25-minute match. So I mean, it's one of the biggest pops in wrestling history. So, like, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's a, that, that's a pretty decent one, I suppose. Like, maybe they're getting a little bit better. I like having a good main event that actually has some stakes to it. Oh, yeah. no. No. Yeah, no. buddy. I just went to 93. <laughs> I've, oh, I've been on 93, And I looked, I looked at the... Did you catch the tagline underneath the SummerSlam? It's, oh, yeah. It's got, oh a, yeah. it's got a leaping Yokozuna. It says, Bonsai somebody dropping. has to hop him. Am- Bonsai like, dropping the American flag. And it says, SummerSlam, fat chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody has to stop it. Vince definitely came up with uh, with that. Uh, that he's got a puke. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, this one here we, we're looking at. I'm looking at it. You know, there's uh, some decent uh, matches here. Uh, we're starting to see some new faces come into um, the the WWE here. WWF Razor Ramon and Ted DiBiase started off. Uh, <laughs> We've got Ludwig Borga. Yes, Ludwig Borga. Uh, IRS versus the one, two, three kid uh, beating him. Uh, Ludwig Borga. The, the, yeah, Ludwig Borga versus Marty Janetti. Mm, okay, not great. Uh, mm-hmm. But here we get the giant Gonzalez uh, after. I'm guessing this is the uh, after their WrestleMania spot, right? This the, is post Mania 9. Yeah, yeah. Where Undertaker beats him again in a rest in peace no, match. Rest in peace match. And then, boy, yeah. Yeah, we got Lex Luger defeating Yokozuna. So with the, with Jim Cornette by countout. Yeah. So the thing about this is that they'd been. This is after the Lex Express, right? The right. Lex Lex Express have been touring the country trying to get Lex a world title shot, 
and uh, Yokozuna has, uh, you know, he he hasn't been he's you know running rough shot or whatever. And Lex wins the match via countout after he like bionic arms him out, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. And then everybody comes down and celebrates like he's just like conquered the world or something. Yeah. And like it's so ridiculous because he didn't yeah. win the title. Like he's just like, okay, well, yeah. this makes no sense. He vanquished him. In what world were we? What did we do to be? This is the longest match on the card at nearly 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. That I oh, can't yeah. I can't imagine what it's, an 18 minute Luger versus Yokozuna match is. Oh yeah, it's it's awful. It's the shits. Yeah, not. Uh, I'm gonna say you can probably skip 93. <laughs> uh, 93's bad. Yes, 93 is just bad all around. 94 though. Let's talk about so this hot. This it's one. scary. Had a scary with uh, which is uh, boy, boy, oh boy. The first match, first thing Adam Bomb defeats Quang in yes. a dark match. Now, this is going to be post steroid scandal, right? Yes. This, this is like we've lost a lot of guys and you know, trying yeah. to clean up the image. We're getting into the uh, Bret Hart mm-hmm. era, era, era. Yeah, we're, we're in that we are firmly in the new generation, yes. Um, uh, so this one's got uh, Tatanka defeating Lex Luger clean somehow. Um, I think Luger was on his way out, right? This is where he... Right, yeah, yeah he was. He's, he's, he was on yeah. his way to WCW. Yeah. Um, but this has got two bangers. Oh, yeah. You got you got Bret Hart defeating Owen Hart in a cage match that is 32 minutes long. Yep, yep. Which is, you know, you know Bret, he can do that. And then you got The Undertaker with Paul Bearer yep. defeating The Undertaker with Ted DeBias. The Underfaker, as he was called, uh, mm-hmm. and that is uh, Brian Lee, uh, who played... The issue with The Underfaker is he's, like, two inches shorter. Yeah, uh, let's see, it says here, uh, yeah, build height for Brian Lee is six foot seven, and the build height for The Undertaker is... Um, six. 610 yeah 610 yeah. so yeah it's a little bit uh okay so this next one i i don't want to hijack it the, but the, this is the next this year? Is the year i was born okay the 95. next year yeah you can hijack the year it. i was born um so you you can do the next two and here's why i want to <laughs> um so i i remember a thing where i was like hey post the main event uh of your the pay-per-view most recent to your birthday and uh i looked it up and i went oh that's why my life sucks because the main event of this pay-per-view was diesel defeating king mabel for the oh, world yeah. heavyweight title now I, I will point out this uh SummerSlam 94 i just noticed uh is domino's presents SummerSlam mm. 93 didn't have a presenting sponsor, so this must be when the WWEF started getting those oh. presenting sponsors, because this one is Stridex Presents SummerSlam yeah, Face the Heat 95. Yeah. So this one, yeah, this one is bad. It has... Uh, oh, it's got Isaac Yankum, which is great. Yeah. Uh, and it also has... Um, oh, this has Barry Horowitz. Horowitz wins. Horowitz wins. Um, and then uh, is, we've got the ladder match for the Intercontinental title. 
the so here's the thing so in that uh uh in that th- the third match of the night which is the smoking guns versus the blue brothers um mm-hmm. those are the guys that will become the Harris twins and they were also the disciples of the apocalypse and oh, all those like yeah. yeah like they've yeah they've had they've like they've been repackaged a lot a, repackaged a lot yes and and Barry Horowitz winning uh oh boy Bertha Bertha Fay mm-hmm. yeah yeah um yeah, that's that's something. Uh, but yeah, no, I, probably the highlight of this is definitely uh, Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon in the second mm-hmm. ever ladder match uh, in the well, WWE. Right. Yeah. Um, but the most famous, maybe like the most famous ladder match of the WWF era um, yeah. is this one. But yeah, other than that, uh, boy, not not much Dude. here, bud. Not much. And Mabel sucks. Dude, God, Mabel sucks so bad. So this is this is we're in the era right here where the new generation is going, uh, you know, and and Diesel's getting heat because he's n- not drawing as a champion, mm-hmm. and then the next year, nineteen ninety six, uh, mm-hmm. Stridex once again presents SummerSlam. Opposites attract, uh, mm-hmm. but this is one of those ones where we get that. Uh, now this is Shawn Michaels is a full on baby face here, I believe. Right. Because yeah. he's this is when he's got Jose Lothario in his corner. Yeah. Uh, the dark match here was Stone Cold Steve Austin beating Yokozuna. Oh. Yeah, nice. which is kind of weird. Uh, but uh, this, uh, yeah, Owen Hart. Wait, did you see how long the dark match was? A minute fifty-two. Yeah. Like yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. Uh, Owen Hart versus uh, defeating Savio Vega, the Smoking Guns. Versus, oh, the thing that always works, the new Rockers, uh, the Godwins, and the Body Donnas. So four-way match uh, for the Tag Team Championship. Uh, the Smoking Guns, that's Billy and Bart Gunn, ended up winning that one. Psycho Sid uh, defeated uh, the British Bulldog. I believe the Bulldog was a heel here because he's got Jim Cornette mm-hmm. in his corner. Uh, Gold mm-hmm. Dust has debuted in, uh, by this point, and uh, this is where uh, he's sort of uh, doing that feud between him and Marlena and uh, Mark Marrow with Sable getting all those things. Jerry, Jerry Lawler defeats Jake, the snake Roberts in what was another one of those WWE things that they like to do where this was when Jerry Lawler was like pouring Jim beam on Jake, the snake Roberts. Right. Yeah. And like he walks out with a bag of alcohol. Yeah. And is like, yeah, I remember this. And uh, the, you know, mankind has debuted. Mm -hmm. So we're starting to get in. We're getting close to the Attitude Era here. We're right. We're on the cusp. We're on the like a year before. Yes, we're uh, there's uh, that's our co-star Alabama there barking in the background. Alabama, big Attitude Era. Yeah, big. I don't know if you guys know this huge fucking mark. But then we get the you know the main event, the the babyface Shawn Michaels uh, defeating Vader, who had a very very like not good run in the WWF, right? Like, yeah. he well, was... mostly because of Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Mostly because of Shawn Michaels. Uh, boy, who was on, uh, the com- Mr. Perfect was commentating on this one. So you got, yeah. some, you got some, uh, doc Hendricks action. Mike Kyoto was uh refereeing and now he's with AEW. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. All right. So I, I get to do the two. So here's 1997 and boy, 1997. Look at this. Stridex once again, right there. Just SummerSlam and pimples. That's just like goes yeah. goes right together with each other. Uh, this one here, uh, we're still not quite into the Attitude Era, right? We're mm-hmm. we're like we're, I mean, we're like the next Mania is kind of that. Yeah. Um. Let's see. 
uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Oh, this is post. Uh, ah, yes. This is the very, very, a very, very important match here is uh, mm-hmm. when Stone Cold uh, is defeats uh, Owen Hart. But this is when Owen Hart botched the pile driver and almost ended Stone Cold's career. Yeah, and breaks Stone Cold's neck yeah. with a, a botched tombstone. Um, and somehow, some fucking how, Stone Cold is able to crawl and pin, yeah, and school and schoolboy uh, Owen, but he is fucked. And that's yeah. why, like, this is the match that causes Stone Cold to adopt a brawling. Yeah, he goes style. from being the because when he debuted in the WWF as the ringmaster. You know, he was more technical. He, yeah, he was. He was yeah, he wrestler. was supposed to be like a cold, calculating technical wrestler, but now he's just going to be the brawler because he can't do it with his neck. Uh, other than that, though, um, you know, I, I kind of remember the Goldust versus Brian Pillman uh, feud a little bit. I do mm-hmm. not remember this Mankind versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley uh, things. Uh, but oh boy, yeah. Speaking of our boys, uh, the Blue Brothers, they're back on this card, but this time they are the Cycles of the Pop- Apocalypse uh, with mm-hmm. eight ball. Chains, Crush, and Skull, and they lost to Los Barriquas with Jesus Castillo, Jose Estrada Jr., Miguel Perez Jr., and Savio Vega. Um, but yeah, your boy Ken Shamrock was here. Again, I you keep saying he's my boy. I don't care about Ken Shamrock at all. You just like him in me, guys. I've seen a Ken Shamrock match. I don't (laughs) give a shit about him. Um, (laughs) But you're missing the main event is a very important main event. Oh yeah, I remember this main event very well. Yeah, Bret Hart versus the Undertaker. Won't you take us down memory lane on this one? So this is uh, Shawn Michaels is the special guest referee, right? And yep. Shawn and Bret are like embroiled in this like feud that is both on screen and off screen, and uh, Bret um, hits. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Shawn goes to super kick Bret. Brett ducks, Sean super kicks Taker, then Brett pins Taker and wins the belt, which uh, at the upcoming Survivor Series is the Montreal Screwjob. Yep, this is the predecessor to the Montreal Screwjob, which will change the landscape of the WWE uh, for a very, yeah. very long time. Yeah, um, I mean, that, which I, I would say is probably, like, there are a couple points that you could argue are the start of the Attitude Area. One is... Mania 13 with the double turn between Brett and Stone Cold. Yep. Um, but then Stone Cold then goes on to feud with Savio Vega for a while, right? Yeah. And some people say it's it's uh, King of the Ring where uh, Stone Cold cuts, um, you know, his uh, St- Austin 316 promo. Says, yeah. But uh, I think it's the Montreal Screwjob, really. He's like... Yeah. That's the Attitude Era's beginning. Because that's kind of when Vince McMahon starts to become an on-screen character, right? Like, right, uh, yeah. And it's it's more of a, a part of the, the narrative there. Now, uh, we are at SummerSlam 98. Boy. Yes. Look at this cover right I here. will. Oh, it's so good. The, the, if you guys see this, the cover art for SummerSlam 98 is Stone Cold with the... Statue of Liberty's torch, and he's going to hit the Undertaker on it, who has the Chrysler building in his hands. And, uh, boy. uh, Oh, man, look at this car, dude. This car's ridiculous. We are, like, it's like, 
97, we could maybe be in the Attitude Era. Yeah. 98, we are fucking in the Attitude Era. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we've got fucking uh, Too Much, yep. which is Brian Christopher and Scott Taylor defeating LOD 2000. You got Gangrel defeating Dustin Runnels or Goldust. Yeah. You got the you got DOA defeating Bradshaw and Vader. You got D'Lo Brown defeating Val Venus for the WWF European title. You got the fucking Oddities defeating Kai and Ty. Uh, uh, com- complete with uh, this is when the Oddities still had uh, the, the in- Shaggy Chew Joe and Violent in- J Clown Posse, which I didn't know apparently that. That's another one of those songs that's edited out on the network. Is the Oddities theme song like isn't yeah. isn't on the network? It's like just I, so so annoying. But yeah, yeah. Uh, X- and then you got X Pac defeating Jeff Jarrett. In oh, a hair versus okay. Hair so match. this is the hair versus hair match where after the match they went to go cut uh, Jeff Jarrett's hair and they couldn't yeah. get the clippers to work, and so oh. eventually someone comes out with a pair of scissors. And they start doing it, but like the clippers were just getting stuck in his hair, and because apparently they were defective or something. And you know, instead of being usually with a hair versus hair match, it's for a guy. More often than not, if there's a hair versus hair match, it's usually a guy that's going bald, and it's a way to just give him a bald head. This was not the case. Like Jeff Jarrett comes back the next Monday and has like his short. You know, this is this is that heel like. He's not really yeah. doing the country music shit anymore. He's doing the like, don't yeah, piss me off. Sunglasses, silver pants. Yeah. Jarrett. Yeah. Um, you oh, got and Edge, the... Edge and Sable defeating yep. Jacqueline and Mark Marrow. Yeah, this is a mixed tag team match. And uh, Edge, like, he's the surprise. He, like, he wasn't booked. Like, he, it was a surprise opponent for Mark Marrow. Yeah. And you could tell the crowd's like, kind of pumped to see edge but they're also like this doesn't make any sense like yeah why is edge with sable like this is just a kind of weird now right here we go it's this the- is okay this is a fun match i wish they kept doing this st- my match type yeah because you're it a ken shamrock no because i'm a <laughs> mma mark that's why I'm not a Ken Shamrock mark. I'm an MMA mark. Yeah. Um, get it get it right, bitch. No. It's the Lion's Den match Lion's between Den match. Ken Shamrock and Owen Hart, which is a good... It's, it's essentially like a no-cage MMA match. And I, or no, it had a cage, no, it, but it, it was like... It, it, it was like round, and the sides were like angled. Like Yeah, it was like a bowl. It yeah. was, the, ma- the ring was a bowl. Yeah, you kind of imagine like so, someone should be riding motorcycles around the sides or something. It was, it was, but it was sick as fuck. I loved that match. And Dan Severn on there, one of the best heavyweights uh, of the early eight days of MMA. Uh, you got New Age Outlaws defeating Mankind. Um, and you've got... These, uh, these, last, these last three matches are like peak mm. people oh. that like you people remember from the attitude era. Yeah. Triple H defeating the rock for the intercontinental title and stone cold defeating taker for the uh, WWE title. Yeah. And this is nation of domination rock. Like, yeah. Yeah. So this is a, this is a pretty, uh, pretty stout, clearly packed, uh, attitude Mm -hmm. era, uh, SummerSlam that we have here. Oh yeah. Now, next up we go to SummerSlam 1999, uh, we have from the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, mm. an out of body experience, and uh, we have uh, boy, just some... oh, look at match number five. <laughs> yes, 
uh, back. They brought it back one more time. I think it's the last one. Uh, but yeah, you know, Jeff Jarrett versus D'Lo Brown. D'Lo Brown doing his, uh, this is his intercontinental or European championship run. Uh, you're messing mm. with the real deal now. Uh, the Acolytes. So, you know, you've had Bradshaw and Farouk have become the Acolytes now. They will eventually morph into the APA. Uh, and they're, they take on mm. Crash and Hardcore Holly. Al Snow defeating the big boss man in a hardcore match. That's that whole like Al Snow boss man feud that we've had going on. Ivory mm-hmm. versus Tory, uh, Test versus uh, Shane McMahon, and this is with the Mean Street Posse involved. You're just gonna skip over it. Uh, huh? No, I'll you get to it in a second. And then uh, the the Unholy Alliance, Big Show, and the Undertaker with Paul Vera versus Kane and X Pac. People, there are a lot of people from this era that really, really love the Kane and X Pac tag team. Yeah, like they is it's a fun one. Yeah, and it's it's kind of reminiscent of Team Hell No. Of you know like uh, of uh, Daniel Bryan and and Kane, but yeah, sorry, I did skip over it. It's Ken Shamrock defeating Steve Blackman in a Lions Den weapons match. So not only is it MMA, but with there are weapons now. So I love it. Maybe Shane McMahon went back and watched this, and that's why he's doing his Raw Underground thing. Uh, underground. Uh, the Rock defeats Billy Gunn in a Kiss My Ass match. Uh, and then mm-hmm. Mankind defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin, the champion, and Triple H with China. Uh, and Jesse Ventura was the special guest referee here. Kind of one of those crowning achievement moments for Mankind. Now, he doesn't have the belt very long here, right? No, not long at all. Yeah, it's like maybe a week or is it the next night? I don't I don't even remember. So It's real short. Uh, yeah. Uh, then uh yeah what what's I don't know the tag team turmoil thing here that they have listed I don't really know what that yeah it's like I looked at it it's like Edge and Christian Midian and Viscera the new brood um and the acolytes ended up when okay so that's where it is that that the the tag team turmoil so there's like a, a kind of a gauntlet type thing I guess is what uh mm-hmm. what they were going for right. in that. But that brings us to SummerSlam 2000, which I believe is a cover that I is very. No, I guess it's not the one I was thinking of. But that is, it is, I think, the year they adopted that new weird yeah. S, that weird S for SummerSlam that they used for a long time. Yes. Uh, this one is pretty decent. We got uh, Right to Censor defeating Too Cool. Too Cool. Uh, Xbox defeating Road Dog, Eddie Guerrero, and China defeating Trish Stratus and Val Venus. Uh, China won the Intercontinental title. Yep. Yep. So we got that one. We got Jerry Lawler defeating Taz. Boo. We got Steve Blackman defeating Shane for the Hardcore Championship, which has Shane taking that insane fucking bump off of the railing. Yep. Which is great. Uh, Chris Redacted defeats Chris Jericho <laughs> in a two to one in a two out of three falls match. Is this uh, is this TLC one? I. Uh, what year is this? This oh, is two thousand. Oh, yeah. It may be. Yeah, the Edge and Christian defeated the Dudley Boys and the Hardy Boys in a table, ladders, and chairs match, uh, which I'm sure was just an absolute banger of a match. Um, the Cat defeating Terry. Boy, that was in a stink face match. Ethan, a stink face match. Uh, power went out at Ethan's house, so I'm just going to keep going here uh, until. Uh, we can get it taken care of uh, and see if he can get back on in just a second. Uh, but yeah, so so this next match, the, the next one that we had, uh, the final the final match here was The Rock defeating Triple H and Kurt Angle. Uh, so this was The Rock really getting on the top of his game uh, 
and uh, trying to get everything out there. See what Ethan is telling me here. Uh, all right, Ethan's back immediately, so let's see if uh, he can get back on. And we'll get that going here. Boy, don't you just love... Don't you just love it? Oh, I'm sure he may be beyond... Uh, everyone loves hearing the phone calls on... Okay, so I, I think he's going to be a little bit little bit longer till he gets back on, but we'll, we'll work through it, you know. Technical difficulties. It happens to the best of us. Yeah. Uh, internet is restarting, as I assume. So uh, without that, we'll wait and see if we can get it restarted. But let me tell you guys a, bit, a little stuff that we got going on here at the Soundstooth uh, Media Network. We have all sorts of great podcasts out there. We have... Uh, uh, we have Getting Greasy, a Trailer Park Boys podcast. If you're from Oklahoma and you're a liberal, we have the Red State Blues podcast. We have Digital Intercourse, if you like to get a little little frisky and uh, maybe a little kinky out there. Uh, what else do we have? Well, we have obviously got WrestleLore. There we go. We've got Ethan Sandoval coming back on right now in the middle of my commercial. Way to go, Ethan. How's it going, buddy? Hey, buddy. I'm back. All right, you're a little quiet, so uh, what, what's your well, That's because I had to walk away from the mic. Oh, okay. So Ethan Sandoval is back. He We lost power. I was just going over doing a little commercial for Soundstooth there while you were gone. Uh, and I fit, I wrapped up SummerSlam 2000, and we've moved on to 2001. And, okay. And this is uh, 2001. That This is the logo. The big green S is the one I always remember about this. Yeah. Um, and you know what's crazy about this, Ethan? I'm looking at these things. This is like still like height of WWE popularity, you know, mm-hmm. like and these last two SummerSlams, they could have sold out like 60,000 seat arenas, but yeah, but they're only doing like 15,000 seat arenas, which seems like a weird move to me. But yeah, yeah I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of weird uh, that they did that. Uh, oh, we're we're firmly into we're no longer in the Attitude Era. Yes. In 2001. Yes, we are. In the invasion, which yes. we should cover. We will cover the invasion eventually. Um, but yeah, we have uh, Jacqueline. This is this 2001 here. Uh, starts off with Edge from... Uh, and what, what's going on here is that there's a... Uh, it's the Alliance versus the invasion and WCW and all this stuff. And it's really like... Uh, it's very, very, <laughs> very, very weird. Uh, Shane McMahon has bought WCW and brought these guys in and he's fighting against mm-hmm. the WWF teams. So Edge mm-hmm. defeats Lance Storm, uh, as he should, uh, who was the Alliance. The Dudley Boys um, and Test, the Alliance, defeated the APA and Farouk, uh, the APA and Spike Dudley from the WWF. So kind of 50-50 booking at this point. Um, I don't know that this next match had any tie-in to the invasion angle with X-Pac defe- uh, defeating Tajiri. And uh, mm. I did this maybe unify those two belts? Oh, no, it was, right. it was, a, yeah, w- this, yeah, it was is, a... This was a unification match. Yeah, yeah. The, the WCW Cruiserweight Championship uh, and light, WWF Light Heavyweight Championship became unified <laughs> after this. Uh, Chris Jericho yeah. defeated Rhino with uh, Stephanie McMahon. Uh, Rob Van Dam from the Alliance defeats Jeff Hardy, um, mm-hmm. and this is for the uh, Hardcore Championship. The Brothers mm-hmm. of Destruction have formed Kane and the Undertaker. Uh, they are. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, match that is going to unify the WCW and WWF Tag Team Championships. Uh, yep. And this is that weird era where the Undertaker's wife Sarah was with them. 
Um, yeah. Yes, and they defeat Diamond Dallad Page and Chris Canyon. Uh, this is that storyline where DDP had been stalking the Undertaker's wife, and it's kind mm-hmm. of you know really weird looking back. Kurt Angle defeats uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, who was with the Alliance uh, for the WWF Championship. Then The Rock defeats Booker T to get the WCW Championship, or you know the giant uh, World Heavyweight Championship, I believe. Uh, yeah. At this time, so uh, yeah, th- this is a special. This is a special SummerSlam because it's like, you know, it is that horribly botched invasion angle, but mm-hmm. it. You know, it, it it does have like good matches on it. I mean, it's just yeah. kind of they just botched that angle so bad. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the the invasion was was really fucked, but it was you know it was very memorable. It is memorable. It was uh, just just kind of messed up, and they just didn't quite accomplish what they should have done with it. And, but yeah, mm. we'll do a thing about that. Uh, now yeah. I will say uh, we are uh, at the. Boy, let's see. That's one, two. Was The Rock on two thousand three? Um, mm-hmm. This is the third in a row SummerSlam that The Rock is on the cover prominently when we get to two thousand and two. So, what you got here for two thousand and two? Two thousand two is a really decent one because you got Kurt Angle defeating Rey Mysterio, which I remember really well. You got Spike Dudley defeating Stephen Richards, Ric Flair defeating Chris Jericho. Edge defeating Eddie Guerrero. The Un-Americans, Christian and Lance Storm, defeating Booker T and Goldust. You've got Rob Van Dam defeating Chris Benoit for the uh, Intercontinental title. The Undertaker defeating Test. And then you got two fucking bangers. You got Shawn Michaels defeating Triple H in an unsanctioned street fight. Nearly 30 minutes. Yeah, nearly 30 minutes, and their feud was fucking crazy. And then... You have Brock Lesnar just demolishing The Rock. Um, and uh, this is like Rock kind of like going off to Hollywood. Yeah, period. yeah, you can like, and you can kind of even see it on the, the uh, he's kind of like just looking away in the distance on the <laughs> on the cover. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. yes, I will not be. And this is Brock's, Brock's first win, making him the youngest champion until, holy shit, 2003's picture. Whoa. Yeah, um, yeah. 2003's cover art is uh is that that sable right no who that, is that is sable yeah sable with uh a, a swo- uh, the SummerSlam s covering uh going behind her back in the midriff but over her boobs and over her uh her uh, vagina on the <laughs> on the top and the bottom so boy mm-hmm. what a great one uh for that but this is a uh the last one, let's see. The we can kind of see. I'm gonna go back and see if it has the on there. <laughs> okay, so this one has in the information has the buy rate, uh, which is uh, 415,000 pay per view mm-hmm. buys here. Um, but yeah, we are we we're in a you know this era here. We're we're getting into the um, we're really in the ruthless aggression yeah. era, especially when you get into 2004. Yeah, or sorry, uh, 2003. 2003 is a uh, yeah. Yeah. So the highlight of this one uh, will be the main event because it brings about a, what will eventually become a whole new uh, pay per view. Mm-hmm. But La Resistance defeats the Dudley Boys. That seems out of place to, to win the World Tag Team Titles. The Undertaker mm-hmm. defeats A Train. Boy. Uh, Shane McMahon and uh, Eric Bischoff have a match in this uh, event, and it is not very good. Like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Er, yeah. So great. 
Eddie Guerrero defeats Chris Benoit, Rhino, and Tajiri in a fatal four-way to win the United States Championship. Kurt mm-hmm. Angle defeats Brock Lesnar uh, by submission here on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe we talked about what what year what was the uh, WrestleMania for this year? Do you. Uh, 2003 would have been Mania 20, 20, no, yeah, Mania, Mania 19, I think, was before this, let me look, that was Insurrection, <laughs> yeah, I'm going back through them myself, backlash, here we go, Ma- uh, Mania 19, okay, Mania 19, all right, um, and so, yeah, so you have a, uh, so we're not, you know, we, we did, we did Mania 20 or 22. What did we do on the pod? I forget. Mania 22. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're not quite there yet. Let me see what I'm at. Boy. Yeah. There we back to Sable. Uh, but yeah, we get that, uh, that K, uh, Kane and then Kane defeats Rob Van Dam. I remember that sort of feud between those two. Uh, mm-hmm. but then, uh, the big thing here is, uh, that we get, the first elimination chamber match, uh, mm-hmm. which is going to feature Triple H winning with Ric Flair at his side, um, defeating yeah. Goldberg, Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels, Randy Orton, and Kevin Nash. Now, those are some which heavy is, hitters. Which is widely considered the thing that fucks uh, Goldberg to run, is this match. In what way? Because everybody was like, Goldberg should have won. Oh, and yeah. he loses because Triple H can't fucking give up the goddamn belt. Yeah, well, you know, I, if it means beating Goldberg, then I'm okay with it because I don't. I know, know, I know Goldberg sucks, but I'm just saying, you know, they 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 really botch Goldberg in this. Uh, all right, so we're moving on to 2004. Uh, we got here. Uh, this is the one that uh, th- there is a history making moment in 2004s. Um, and so what is, you know, we're in the ruthless aggression era here. Um, what do we got here, Ethan? We got Rob Van Dam defeating Rene Dupois, Renaud <laughs> Dupois. Mm-hmm. We have the Dudley boys defeating Billy Kidman, Paul London, and Ray Mysterio. We got a uh, Kane defeating Matt Hardy in a tilt death to us part match. Yeah. We got John Cena defeating Booker T in a first and the best of five series for the U S belt. Uh, we got Edge defeating Batista and Chris Jericho for the Intercontinental match. We have uh, Triple or er, Kurt Angle defeating uh, Eddie Guerrero by submission. We got Triple H fighting Eugene, which is great. Um, we've got Team Dream versus the Team Diva in a dodgeball match. Yes, a dodgeball match. Boy, that's that's something right there. That is the history-making moment he was talking about. Yes. And then we got JBL defeating the Undertaker by DQ for the World uh, WWE title. And then we have Randy Orton beating Brock Lesnar's record of youngest world champion ever by pinning Chris Redacted. Yes, and this is this is in the whole evolution era, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we're going to have after this. Uh, oh boy, God, yes, two thousand. Yeah, here is the real history making SummerSlam. Yes. All right, two thousand and five. Uh, this is uh, you know uh, this is brand split era that we got mm-hmm. here in two thousand and five, 
And guys, look, 2005, I'm just going to go, you know, we're starting to go a little long, so I'm just going to go over these things really quickly and get to the ones that, like, stand out here. But, uh, you know, one, Crispin Wall having a match with Orlando Jordan seems like shouldn't be a thing that ever happened. Uh, this is where we have the uh, Edge and Lita storyline with Matt Hardy going on. Yeah. Uh, which will lead us to, you know, I don't know if this is before or after the... Uh, Dude, in- I forgot what all is on this match. Yeah. Uh, this is the custody match between Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero. Where the fuck is Vicky? <laughs> yeah, where they are fighting for the custody of Rey Mysterio's child, who is now with the WWE, and you can see mm-hmm. him. Uh, Kurt Angle beating <laughs> Eugene for Kurt's Olympic medal. Boy, this is some booking right here. Uh, mm-hmm. Randy Orton defeating The Undertaker, uh, John Chena uh, in a singles match for the WWE Championship, beating Chris Jericho, Batista defeating it for the uh, World Heavyweight Championship, John Bradshaw Layfield, but then mm-hmm. the one that really matters, 21 minutes of the most flopping around in a ring that you'll ever see mm-hmm. when Shawn Michaels and Hulk Hogan clashed, a match that people, to some people, was like a dream match or whatever. But yeah. because Hogan was such a dick about like the way he was booked and he didn't want to be a you know face versus face match, they forced Michaels to be heel. And so well, that's not that's not why he he bounces around like that. The reason he bounces around is uh, originally it was supposed to be Hogan wins one and then Michaels would win one, right? Yeah. Uh, and then Hogan was like, ah, I can only do the one. And so Michaels was just going to lose, period. And yeah. Michaels was real pissed. And uh, so he just flops around everywhere. You can see G- yeah. there, are, there are GIFs on this, uh, you know, of just, of just Michaels flopping all around the ring and just having a good old time out there, uh, just giving mm-hmm. the rib to the Hulkster. Hulkster gets crimson masked in this one. Pretty, pretty heavy. Pretty bad. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, um, boy. Look at the cover of 2006. <laughs> Yep, it's great. Um, 06 has got some... We got uh, Big Show defeating Sabu for the ECW title. We got Hulk Hogan defeating Randy uh, Orton. We got Ric Flair defeating McFoley in an I Quit match. We got Batista defeating King Booker for the World Heavyweight title. By DQ, so no title change hands. By DQ, yes. We got D-Generation X defeating the McMahons, and we got Edge defeating John Cena. This is this title. is first comeback, right, for D-Generation X? Yes. Yeah, first reiteration of them uh, out there. I, I just love saying it. Can we say it? King Booker. <laughs> yes, so, so good. Uh, 2007, let me look at this one. Oh, boy, there's Triple H mean mugging it on the, on the cover as he's going to as he's want to do. Um, uh, yeah, uh, boy, what boy, there is not much that stands out here to me early on. Um, I've read it again. There's not much. Yeah. Like you, you we know, got great colleague as world champ. Yeah, that is, well, he, he, he lost or no, he still stays world champ here. Uh, yeah. Like I remember they put him against, uh, I think he's going to be in the next year's SummerSlam too. Uh, mm-hmm. in the match. But yeah, John Cena defeating Randy Orton. Yeah, not much on this one. Like, I guess, you know, you can probably, there's a battle royal, Beth Phoenix won mm-hmm. a number, like a number one contenders battle royal at a at a major pay-per-view. Yeah. Doesn't seem like 
too much to me. So I don't even think this one deserves much uh, discussion here. That's kind of mm. a stinker of a, of a pay-per-view, to be honest with you. Um, next up. Oh, look at that. Who Who's that on that jet ski? Is that Maria Canellis on that jet ski? That is Maria Canellis. On that sea do uh, or whatever? Boy, looking great. So this next one has got... Uh, Boy, oh boy. We got Santino and Glamorella. So we got Beth Phoenix and Santino winning the Intercontinental and Women's Championships. We have CM Punk as world champ. We have Triple H defeating Great Khali for the WWE title. Undertaker defeats Edge in a Hell in a Cell. Um, We have Bam Neely. I don't remember if you remember Bam Neely. I do not remember Bam Neely. He was like Chavo's bodyguard. He he looked like oh. both of the ba- he looks like he looked like the Bashams like yeah. fused together into one person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember him now. I can I I just looked him up. Uh, I looked at SummerSlam 09. This is the SummerSlam poster that I remember the most. Let me see. Um Yeah, this is not the one I remember the most, but the SummerSlam 09's poster, it's got the old school, like, uh, you know, like Mm -hmm. 1980s, like, Mm -hmm. regional show look to it. Um, It was that one and the one with the rock on it, and there's, like, the broken glass, because it always reminded me of um, Spider-Man 2, which has Doc Ock, that cover. It always reminded me of that cover. So those are the two I remember. Now we're you know we're, we're into some uh, names here that are you know this is now eleven still wrestling yeah now eleven years ago um, you know some name changes or whatever but uh, this you know we've got uh, Rey Mysterio and Dolph Ziggler both still active in the company MVP and Jack Swagger not you know Jake Hager is over there in a uh, AEW and, and whatever mm-hmm. uh, that great little team up that was there for a while of Jericho, show the big show and Chris Jericho taking on a uh, very good crime time there uh, boy, Rest in peace, Shed yeah, more great collie action. So just three, three summer slams in a row with just lots of great collie D generation mm-hmm. X still doing their thing. They're taking on legacy Cody Rhodes and Ted uh, DiBiase jr. Uh, Christian this has the, this has the last ECW champion ever on it. Uh, Christian, right? Ezekiel Jackson. Oh, yeah. Ezekiel Jackson. Yes. Uh, yeah. Christian defeats William Regal for the ECW Championship. Brandy Orton defeats John Cena uh, in a singles match for the WWE Championship. Uh, we basically have uh, two retentions of the ECW Championship and WWE Championship. The champion retains. But then in the main event, we have a tables, ladders, and chairs match in which mm-hmm. CM Punk takes down Jeff Hardy and mm-hmm. gets the championship here. Um, now this man, is a- looking at the poster for SummerSlam 10. God, I wonder who's gonna win the fucking main event. Oh yeah, I don't know who's gonna win the main event. I, I really don't know. Look at that. the look at the main the main event is Team WWE versus the Nexus, and not a single member of the Nexus is on the poster. Oh yeah. So this is an infamous moment as well uh, in mm-hmm. in history. Um, this is that whole, like the Nexus, I remember when the Nexus showed up, like I remember some of my friends, like we would still like watch the pay-per-views and stuff and we were kind of like getting out of it and just being like, you know, whatever. But then the Nexus showed up and we're like, hey, this is something interesting. Yeah, and, and then John they, Cena, John Cena all over them. Yeah, then they got the John Cena burial and it culminated at this uh, mm-hmm. this this pay-per-view yeah, so uh, Straight Edge Society is going uh, going yeah. strong. Hey, don't, don't steal my gimmick, oh, bro. Oh, sorry. 
Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, we get we got world champion Kane on this. Randy Orton wins the WWE title, and then Team WWE, which has Bret Hart on it, defeats the Nexus in a seven-on-seven match, which is just great. Yeah, and it's just the bear, like it. It gets down to like I think three on one maybe at the very end, and and Cena defeats them all maybe I guess. It's uh, no, it's it, two it, on one. Yeah, two on one. And Cena takes out uh, Justin Gabriel, Gabriel, and then Wade Barrett, and just like, just squashes this whole like movement. That and it was just like, oh, all right. Well, after this, the thing he has admitted was a bad. bad oh yeah, call. he has definitely come out and said that this was a bad one. Uh, look who's there again on the next one, SummerSlam 11. We got John Cena and uh, CM Punk on that cover there. I think is that CM Punk or is that Randy Orton? I can't tell who that is. It's not a very good drawing. It's both. Hmm. Okay. They're both on there. Oh, because Randy Orton's in the front and Alberto Torre is in the back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this one here uh, again. We're you know guys that are still around today. Um, the highlight of this. There's even a person on the cover who's not on the show. Well, who was that? Sin Cara. <laughs> yeah. Boy, Sin Cara was around in 2011. Boy, that doesn't that does not seem correct to me, but. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we have, uh, you know, of course, the only person out of the uh, Nexus to go on and really do much in the WWE was uh, Daniel Bryan. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was after he, you know, was in the Nexus and then got kicked out and came back and things like that. Uh, so, you know, some decent, you know, matchups here in this one. But uh, yeah, not, not. We get the really good Randy Orton Christian feud. Yeah. The one more match. Yeah, the one more match there. Uh, this So we get Alberto Del Rio's uh, Money in the Bank cash in here. Uh, mm-hmm. which is so CM Punk defeats John Cena uh, for the undisputed WWE championship with Triple H, a special guest referee, Alberto Del Rio cashes in five seconds. CM Punk is no longer the champion. Yeah. So yeah. Why would CM Punk uh, be upset with this, what this company does to him by putting Alberto Del Rio? Oh my God. Look at 2012 boy. That is. Oh just, yeah. It's bad. I yeah. just read. Through. Oh God. The only good thing we got Antonio Cesaro, not Cesaro. Yeah. Um, winning the United States title. We've got Chris Jericho defeating Ziggler. We got Daniel Bryan defeating Kane. The Miz defeating Ray. Sheamus defeating Alberto Del Rio. Kofi and R Truth defeating the primetime players. Uh, CM Punk defeating John Cena and The Big Show. And then Brock Lesnar breaking Triple H's arm in uh, a no DQ match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not, not, not quite a good one there. That's uh, 2012. Yep. Not, not great. 2013, boy, we're just rocketing through these now. Um, so, again, this is starting to freak me out because I don't remember the Wyatt. I, to me, the Wyatt family was like 2015 or 2016, not 2000. No, yeah, this is, uh, yeah, Wyatt family's here, baby. Um, we get uh, this, this one. Is, this is, okay, just to clarify, this is a period where I wasn't watching, right? Yeah. And then I remember hearing about the Wyatt family and then being like, I don't know who they are. And then they were like, oh, it's going to be an Inferno match. And I went, oh. And I was like, but they're calling it a Ring of Fire match. And I was like, wait, what? And it was like, yeah, it's like an Inferno match, but you don't win by setting your opponent on fire. You win by pinning your opponent just in a match that's surrounded by fire. Yeah. And I was like, not, oh, not, okay. Not nearly and I remember good. the Wyatt family wins by putting a burlap sack on top of part of the flames and then crawling in and beating out Kane. 
Yeah, this is in that horrible era of the Bella Twins, too. I can't stand them uh, on there. Uh, yeah, they, they were not great. But it is uh, Daniel Bryan defeats John Cena to become a champion here. Um, yes. And, uh, then... and then Randy Orton then defeats Daniel Bryan in eight seconds mm-hmm. after he cashes in his money in the bank. So uh, that was, was that, that's not two years, was that two years in a row with the cash in or that was a gap? In yeah, there? two years in a row with the cash in. No, it wasn't. 2012, oh, ended, no, it wasn't. 2012 ended with Brock Lesnar, not the cash-in. Oh, it was right, 20, right, right, right. It was right, 2011 right. that ended with... Uh, um, there'll be another cash-in at a SummerSlam. Uh, I believe it's coming up pretty soon. Maybe it's the... Oh, is it the 14 one? Maybe? No, it's not the 14. It's not 14, no. no. Um, the 14, Rob Van Dam defeats Cesaro. Dolph Ziggler defeats The Miz. Paige defeats AJ. Rusev defeats Jack Swagger. Seth Rollins defeats Dean Ambrose, so the Shield has shown up and split up, and mm-hmm. they weren't on a single SummerSlam. Yep. Uh, which is crazy to me. Bray Wyatt defeats Chris Jericho. Stephanie McMahon defeats Brie Billa. Uh, Roman Reigns defeats Randy Orton. And Brock Lesnar defeats John Cena for the World WWE World Heavyweight title. Gotta get that, gotta get that belt on Brock, right? It's just gotta be there. Yeah. We gotta have a final boss. Uh, so the next year we get, uh, 2015, this is the, uh, uh, infamous, uh, John Stewart, uh, (laughs) angle here, uh, that we have going on. Uh, the new day has been formed. Uh, I remember when the new day, I think their debut was in Tulsa at a SmackDown, uh, their mm-hmm. debut match, and that's when they were like a revival group or whatever, not a whatever yeah. the hell they are they now. They were like, yeah, they were like Christians and shit. Yeah. Uh, Neville is in... Oh, this is the uh, Neville and Stephen Amell. Uh, yeah. Versus uh, King Barrett and Stardust. And that uh, Stardust, uh, Cody Rhodes and uh, Stephen Amell would go on to work together um, mm-hmm. in uh, both the show Arrow, but also in AEW at one point. Uh, Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns... Uh, is this a reform shield here that we got defeating the Wyatt yeah, family? Yeah, like yeah, briefly reformed. Yeah. Uh, team PCB, which is Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Paige versus Team Bad. Oh boy, versus Team Bella. Oh boy. Uh, Kevin Owens defeating Cesaro, and then your main event, The Undertaker defeating Brock Lesnar via TKO in 17 mm-hmm. minutes. So boy, that was just a. Uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot here. Winner, the winner takes all. Uh, the WWE match: Seth Rollins versus John Cena. He got the world, uh, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship and the United States Championship in that. Mm-hmm. Um, not a huge amount of memories, other than some cash-ins in these, yeah. you know, Summer Slams that we've had here. As of this late. next one, 2016, is on my birthday. Okay, I would have been 21. On this. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. So this one we got, oh boy, the Usos, American Alpha, and the Hype Bros versus Breezango, who couldn't be called Febreze for obvious reasons, <laughs> the Ascension and the VOD villains. We got Sami Zayn and Neville defeating the Dudleys, Sheamus defeating Cesaro in the beginning of their Best of Seven series, although uh, technically it was like they'd already had two matches which Cesaro won both, and then they were like, okay, we're going to do a best of seven. And then that's what happened there. Uh, Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens defeat Enzo and Big Cass. Charlotte defeats Sasha Banks. The Miz defeats Apollo Crews. AJ Styles defeats John Cena, so AJ's in. The bar, mm-hmm. uh, the 
the not the bar. The bar is about to be formed because yeah. that's what the best of seven leads to. Yep. Uh, Luke Gallows. So the club is in. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson defeat the New Day uh, to win uh, the tag team championship. But they did by this. Yeah, well, that, that was disqualification though, so they don't win. Oh, they didn't win. They don't win. Right. Uh, Dean Ambrose defeats Dolph Ziggler uh, for the World WWE World Championship. The Damon Kang wins the WWE Universal Title, but dislocates his shoulder in the match, so has to drop it immediately. Yeah, it's very sad. Uh, this moment. is. Yeah, this is the one where Brock Lesnar just beats the shit out of Randy. Yeah, beats the shit like, out of Randy. This, yeah. this is like Brock went to back to UFC, fought Mark Hunt, won, got popped for steroids, and everybody was like, oh, they're going to punish Brock. And then Brock came in and just beat Randy Orton uh, up. I will say this is one of those ones that's in that prime era that still happens, but like... Um, you look at those pre-show matches, and mm-hmm. like these are guys that you want to see on the regular card, right? Like, right. Like I know that you have to put the Intercontinental Championship of the Miz on there, and there are a bunch of guys on the card, but mm-hmm. like, and I guess maybe because they're champions or whatever. But like, you know, when you're looking at the Usos and American Alpha and all and the Vaude Villains, and and then you have Sheamus and Cesaro, Sami Zayn and Neville, the Dudley Boy, those guys are all should be on main cards, but they're not. Mm-hmm. They're on the pre-show. So and you know, right, yeah. still with WWE Productions that they can turn a few matches into like a six-hour show. So, oh boy, SummerSlam 2017, we've had the return of the greatest uh, who would become the. Uh, he, he, we have the greatest WWE champion of all time defending his belt. Uh, mm. And of course I'm talking about gender Mahal uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> who will beat don't hinder gender. Yeah. Who will beat Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE. Uh, he, he has, he's a champion already, but Shinsuke can't defeat him. Uh, then this main event. I do remember very well. Yeah. I remember loving forward. this main event, <clears throat> but once again, uh, oh, this is the um, the Miz and the Miz Taraj. I loved the Miz Taraj when they were they around. were great. Yeah, uh, the Hardy Boys had returned at WrestleMania uh, this year, and they are a pre-show match. Neville pre-show mm-hmm. match. Usos New Day pre-show match. Mm-hmm. Then we had you know because heaven forbid we don't get John Cena and Baron Corbin on this match or or you know, Big Cass versus the, the Big, Big Show. Show. Yes, oh that's the uh, Shark Tank match where or the Shark yes. Cage match where they and I was like yeah what's going to happen he's going to slip something down to him I mean that's just what's mm-hmm. going to happen right uh, Randy Orton defeats Rusev in ten seconds. Yep, yep. There you go. Yep. Uh, the fin- uh, but yeah the main event is very good. Yeah, like we'll talk about the main event then a little bit. Well, yeah, so Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, and Samoa Joe, which I remember just being a car crash of a match, and my favorite spot being uh, Roman, like, like Braun is, like, leaned over one of the announce tables, and then Roman, like, yells at someone and then goes to hit Braun, and then an office chair just comes flying <laughs> at Roman's face and makes this most satisfying boing sound as it hits him in the head. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, uh, boy. So, you know what? What like what I'm kind of noticing here though is like, I mean, not not a hundred percent, but like these like last few Summer Slams, they just kind of seem repetitive. <laughs> no, absolutely, a hundred percent. That's like, I mean, that's the worst part about WWE recently. Like, 
that's why the quarantine has been like it's not been good for WWE, but it's been like the most fun I've had with it lately. Just because like they have to do different shit, and like, uh, and and a lot fewer like gimmick matches on these yeah. like here. Um, and you know we're now in the this in the next one here that you have to 2018 as we're almost a tw- you know we're almost around, done with this, but like this has nine matches or no uh, ten matches on the card. Now, granted, two of them are sub two minutes, yeah. uh, and you know, I was kind of hoping here, like I, I the one I wanted here, I remember was this whole storyline between Braun Strowman and Kevin Owens fighting over Strowman's money in the bank contract, mm-hmm. and I kind of held out hope that Owens might be able to win that, but instead Braun just squashes him, you know. Yep. Yeah, and. You know, hey, it is what it is, I suppose. I mean, yeah, and I mean, like, you got the B team, who I loved. Um, you got Seth versus Dolph, New Day beating the Bludgeon Brothers. You got Braun beating Kevin in a minute 50. You got Charlotte defeating Carmella. We got Samoa Joe defeating AJ by DQ. The and... the big one here is probably the Ronda Rousey match, where she right. defeats Alexa Bliss by submission. And in four minutes. Yeah, in four minutes. Uh, and then Roman Reigns winning the title versus uh, from Brock Lesnar here, which, mm-hmm. boy, who out of those two, who did you want to have it on? You know, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know, nor do I really care. And that brings us to last year's SummerSlam. Uh, one of, you know, back in the day when there could be fans and things like that. But we uh, uh, have a... You know, you're, I'm looking at this here, and you've had call ups from NXT and things like that. Um, highlights for me on this one, um, you know, you have the I, you know, an I quit match or have to leave the WWE, um, mm-hmm. the Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon match that was going on. And that was one of those ones where I was like, man, I really wish Kevin Owens was like feuding for a title, right? You know, right. Yeah. Like, um, but this is after, you know, the Kofi Kingston uh, era. You know, it's like after Kofi had won at WrestleMania. So he's still champion. He's not uh, he's not to the point here that he hasn't, uh, you know, lost the belt to Brock when they switched to Fox. But that's coming up pretty soon after this because they've been mm-hmm. on Fox for what, like almost a year right now? Or I mean, coming up, on, I think it was maybe like November that they went to Fox. So mm-hmm. um, Kofi will be jobbed out then. Uh, but Seth Rollins does defeat uh, Brock Lesnar in this one, and Brock Lesnar will just a few months later go and win that belt from Kofi. But by this mm-hmm. point, we've had the debut of The Fiend. The Fiend is in the yep. WWE, and he yeah. defeats Finn Balor in 3.25 seconds. Three three minutes and 25 seconds. And, and uh, yeah, so, you know, it's, uh, yeah. it's an all right, I guess. Oh, this is that Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler BS, like where Dolph Ziggler just take, keeps taking spears or whatever and mm. begging for more. And I, I don't know. It was just really, really dumb. I don't really. Yeah. Yeah. So again, kind of not as repetitive as a few previous ones. Uh, but yeah. let, let's, uh, as we end the episode here, I do have, we can make some predictions. They have eight matches listed allegedly. Yeah, on 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll start the up. street profits, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford versus Andrade and Angel Garza. What do you got? No clue. Uh, on all of these, I'm like, I have no fucking idea. So I'll just say Andrade. Uh, I'm going to say they're going to leave the belts on the Street Profits, although I do think that Vince McMahon likes Andrade and Angel Garza because I think he just likes Latino stereotypes. So, yeah. you know, 
Now, you know, these are obviously not in order, but for the WWE Championship, it's going to be Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to put the belt on Randy here. I've heard that, and I hope not. I, I the theory that I've seen now is that Randy, you know, punted Ric Flair uh, this past week or whatever, and that this is going to be a work and that Ric Flair is going to come out and cost, you know, Drew's going to think Rick's coming out to help him, but then Rick's going to help uh, Randy instead and cost him the belt. And because Vince, like they've, Drew's kind of proven that he's a likable champion, but they really want to get him a title win in front of a crowd. And mm-hmm. so maybe they do Randy here until, you know, Royal Rumble or Mania next year. And that's where they'll have Drew win the title back. Uh, Apollo Crews versus MVP. Um, I'm going to go with Mvipa. Yeah, I think there's going to be some shenanigans going on in this one, too. So maybe that. Uh, the street fight of Dominic Mysterio, uh, his first, I think his first WWE match, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, versus Seth Rollins. Um, Probably Seth's going over in that. I, would I mean, assume. yeah, I'd assume. And the next two, Sasha Banks versus Asuka and Bailey versus Asuka. So... I either see, like, maybe this is simplistic or whatever, but I either see Sasha and Bailey both losing to Asuka or they're both or going both to win. Yeah, yeah, that was my thought. It's, it's not going to be, Asuka's not going to take one belt away from them. Um, yeah. And I think if, like, Asuka beats Bailey first, mm-hmm. then, you know, I, I think there's going to be something to where, like, the je- they're going to do that whole jealousy angle. Right, and, and then yeah, like Bailey too. will cost Sasha the match or something like that. But then again, you know, I'm starting to build up a lot of, you know, interferences here, so it probably won't happen. It'll probably be something completely different. Braun Strowman is going to defend his WWE Universal Championship against the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Um, I think the Fiend wins. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I'm down for it. But well, I, I don't know. Maybe by disqualification, though. I don't know. I don't know. That it's going to be a clean finish. I don't know if it'll be, it might be some bullshit finish where it like just kind of fades out or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. And this goes against what I was saying earlier in a hair versus hair match. Uh, yeah. Which one of these two you think is going to cut their hair? Uh, Sonya. Yeah, I, I would say probably. Uh, she's the heel in this match and Mandy Rose is there. Um, probably means we'll get some, uh, you know, some some uh, what's his name act Otis action here so yeah Otis yeah. so we will uh, try to remember what we predicted and uh, next week when we watch it uh, we can uh, see what uh, came to fruition so we'll see what happens all right Ethan you got any messages out there for the fine people of the world um check out Knights of the Sound Table first episode I'm gonna go pick up the audios to go edit uh, I'm gonna spend this week editing those first episode should be out hopefully. On the 24th. So be on the lookout for that. All right. And uh, you can catch me on all my other podcasts, Red State Blues, Getting Greasy, uh, boy, whatever else I've done out there. I don't know. we got some other new shows coming out uh, down the line. So just be prepared for that. Uh, sorry about the slight technical difficulty in the episode today. Eh, I'm going to leave it in there because I was talking over it and through it. So I uh, mm-hmm. hope everybody has a good time. And uh, remember to be safe and make good decisions. Peace love out. You, I love you guys. Adios.